The following document, classified top secret by the U.S. Department of Defense, was released to the public in 1986 through the Freedom of Information Act. The document is now kept in the National Archives in Washington, D.C., and can be accessed there. The investigations recorded here were carried out under the direction of Major James P. Warren from March to April 1946. The field investigation in... Name deleted. County Yamanashi Prefecture was conducted by 2nd Lieutenant Robert O'Connor and Master Sergeant Harold Karayama. The interrogator in all interviews was Lieutenant O'Connor. Sergeant Karayama handled the Japanese interpreting, and Private William Cohen prepared the documents. Interviews were conducted over a 12-day period in the reception room of the Name Deleted Town Hall in Yamanashi Prefecture. The following witnesses responded individually to Lieutenant O'Connor's questions. A female teacher at the Deleted Town Deleted County Public School. A doctor residing in the same town. Two patrolmen assigned to the local police precinct. And six children. The appended 1 to 10,000 and 1 to 2,000 maps of the area in question were provided by the Topographic Institute of the Ministry of Home Affairs. U.S. Army Intelligence Section MIS Report Dated May 12, 1946 Title, Report on the Rice Bowl Hill Incident, 1944 Document Number, PTYX-722-8936745-4 4216-WWN. The following is a taped interview with Setsuko Okamachi, 26, teacher in charge of the fourth grade B class at the public school in Deleted Town Deleted County. Materials related to the interview can be accessed using application number PTYX 722 SQ 118. Impressions of the interviewer, Lieutenant Robert O'Connor. Setsuko Okamachi is an attractive, petite woman. Intelligent and responsible, she responded to the questions accurately and honestly. She still seemed slightly in shock, though, from the incident. As she searched her memory, she grew very tense at times, and whenever this happened, she had a tendency to speak more slowly. I think it must have been just after ten in the morning when I saw a silver light far up in the sky. A brilliant flash of silver. That's right, it was definitely light reflecting off something metal. That light moved very slowly in the sky from east to west. We all thought it had to be a B-29. It was directly above us, so to see it we had to look straight up. There was a clear blue sky and the light was so bright, all we could see was that silver, duralumin-like object. But we couldn't make out the shape since it was too far up. I assumed that they couldn't see us either, so we weren't afraid of being attacked or having bombs suddenly rain down on us. Dropping bombs in the mountains here would be pretty pointless anyway. I reckoned the plane was on its way to bomb some large city somewhere, or maybe on its way back from a raid. So we kept on walking. All I thought was how that light had a strange beauty to it. According to military records, no U.S. bombers or any other kind of aircraft were flying over that region at the time, that is, around 10 a.m. on November 7, 1944. But I saw it clearly, and so did the children in my class.
All of us thought it had to be a B-29. We'd all seen many formations of B-29s, and those are the only kind of planes that could possibly fly that high. There was a small air base in our prefecture, and I'd occasionally seen Japanese planes flying, but they were all small and could never fly as high as what I saw. Besides, the way duralumin reflects light is different from other types of metal, and the only planes made out of that are B-29s. I did think it was a little strange, though, that it was a plane flying all by itself, not part of a formation. Were you born in this region? No, I was born in Hiroshima. I got married in 1941, and that's when I came here. My husband was a music teacher in a junior high school in this prefecture. He was called up in 1943 and died fighting in Luzon in June of 1945.